Welcome to the Dynasty Happy Hour Podcast. Pull up a chair and kick up your feet as you get ready to enjoy some of the industry's most entertaining and actionable Dynasty content on the planet. We're talking veterans, rookies, sleepers, and oh yeah, you know the crew has those dad jokes ready for you. So let's not wait any longer and bring on the host or some combination of Doug, James, and Tyler. Welcome back in to the Dynasty Happy Hour. It is my voice you're hearing. Doug is off again. I think, I just think he might not never come back, right, James? Uh, well, I sure hope not, man, because you suck at hosting, man. I do. I am ungood. <laughs> I am ungood. Ungood. But you know what? What is good is it, it's good to be back, and that is always a good thing. It's good to get back into it. It's the off season. I mean, I we quote quote unquote talk about the off season. You know, once week seventeen hits, we're like, oh, it's a, it's not really the off season until the Super Bowl ends. And then we get into it. You know, the combines come in. We're going to talk rookies. Then we got our rookie drafts in about the first week of May. I know, James, you and I are in a league where we do the rookie draft early. I mean, that's a, that's a topic of conversation. I love it because it is definitely a game. Like, you, you're taking risk. There's reward. You get major players at the end of the rounds. But that is where it becomes fun. And this is where you need to start listening to us, and we will start letting you guys know what we think of these rookies coming in. But first, we are going to talk about the quarterback landscape. We're going to go through a couple pods before the combine. We're going to go over the landscape of each position and talk about it. And this week, it's going to be quarterbacks. And without Doug, he can't talk about his quarterback. Sorry, Doug. Thank Not God, sorry. man. Enough about Mac Jones already. Right? Oh, we get it. You're a Patriots fan. Oh. <laughs> But uh, first, I want to talk to you guys about Manscaped. But you know what? I'm not going to talk to you about it because James has a special story for you all. All right. So, you know, it's Super Bowl weekend. I'm getting ready for the game. I got a nice thing of spaghetti and, and meatballs of gravy on the stove cooking. So I'm like, oh, let me go take a shower, get all nice for the wife. Um, you know, the the. The grandma was watching the kid, so I was I was good to go. I was good to go. So I, you know, I, I did my big thing, but I went upstairs into my bathroom, and my manscaped trimmer was not plugged in, and it was dead. After not for for from being neglected for the past two weeks, maybe three weeks, maybe four, maybe. Let's be honest. We it don't need four. to go in the detail. But. All right, so we don't need to go in. So I, I I dig around in my old junk drawer of a, a bathroom drawer, and I find my old trimmer, and I'm like looking at it, and I I feel the sweat trickling off my face as I, I, I try to use this thing the way I use Manscaped, and, and guess what, Tyler? It's gas-powered. It's, it's old. I, I had to pull the cord, and hopefully it started It started <laughs> with a joke. A big <laughs> puff of smoke came out, and um, sure enough, I cut myself, where I'd rather not say live on the air, but it was uh, it was like a bloody Sunday. It was a bloody massacre, and I, I'm like, oh, my God, what do I do? And I'm like, so I had the conversation with the wife. I said, you know what? Can you just leave? The manscaped trimmer plugged in. My balls will thank you for that. Yes. And you know what? Don't run into the situation. Buy two. Buy two if you need to. And also yeah, that might have, be the best way to do it. They have an amazing beard trimmer. Like I said last time, I'm looking to get one. I, I trim my beard probably once a week, maybe once every two weeks. But you know what? You got to stay sharp. You got to stay smooth. And that is for men and women because this product is for you. And with with 20% off using code DHH, there's nothing better. Once again, code DHH for 20% off when you check out. Trust me, your balls will thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's get right into the news. I mean, James, I, I, I'll I just say, hey, it's good to see you again. Good the, to see you too, the, pal. The Super Bowl was great. Yeah, it's it was been a, a while. Game. Two weeks, right? Yeah, it's been two weeks. Uh, it was the second Super Bowl where I kind of stopped watching the third quarter. Last time it was the Atlanta game where I thought it was done. So uh, you jinxed it. I, I, that's what I, happened? We drove home. We went to Super Bowl party. We drove home <laughs> and came back, and it was tied. I was like, what the hell is happening? Like, I, I had no idea it was going to be tied. It was a great game. It was fun to watch. It, it was going to suck either way for one of the teams to lose. I mean, there's going to be an unhappy fan base. And uh, it happened to be Philadelphia, and we don't want to keep them happy, like unhappy. So that was rough. 
Uh, it was but, great. My neighbor, my neighbor is an Eagles fan, diehard Eagles fan. Uh, the Eagle f- flag flies out front of his house, eight thirty in the morning. He's screaming, chanting, "Go Eagles!" Doing the Eagles fan song, fight song at the bus stop while he's waiting to get his grandkids on the bus. And I'm like, "Oh man, if they lose, the neighborhood's <laughs> gonna be quiet." It was great. It was great. Uh, no, it was a great game. I was actually che- cheering for rooting for the Eagles to win the game. I think they deserve to win more. But the offensive line stood up for Kansas City. Um, yeah. Won't have to get into too much detail. We know who won the game and how it happened towards the end. Um, but no, I'm glad to be back. Uh, it was a nice break and I'm ready to get into it, man. Yeah, and uh, getting right into the news, let's talk about the Eagles, the former coordinators for the Eagles. Um, both of them move on to coaching jobs. The offensive coordinator, uh, Gannon, I think his name. No, Gannon. Yes, Gannon. Gannon. He, uh, no, Shane Steichen, the former Eagles OC, is the head coach Correct. for the Colts. Yes. Gannon is the defensive coordinator, and he went to the Cardinals. Yep. So Cardinals go defense, which me personally, I think is a very smart move because then the OC can just strictly focus on keeping that little baby Kyler happy. <laughs> oh, we're going to get into that a little bit. And uh, I think that's a great thing because that defense, I think, p- underplays because they have a lot of talent on that defense. They just underplay completely. And uh, Shane Steichen, it'll be interesting to see what they do at quarterback, but we will get into those quarterbacks, like I said at the beginning, very soon. I think that is a good hire, too. Thank God it wasn't Jeff Saturday. I thought for a second, a very quick second, it was going to actually be Saturday. Oh, Coach it almost Sundays. was. Yeah, I and now I, I hear that he was like he was like uh, joining him on on Twitter or whatever it was on social media, like ha ha oh, to Jeff man. Saturday. Yeah, already yeah, that, it starts. Yeah, oh man, that I I I you know the world is better when the Colts are good. So I really hope they they really hit this draft pick because if the Colts have a good quarterback, I feel like the the league is fun. I, I agree. I, I don't think that, uh, and not to get too deep into it, but I don't think they're not going to go for a quarterback at their draft position. But, I mean, they're not going to be good this year. And yeah, that's, that's going to be important as well. That is very true, and hopefully Sykin can fix that offensive line and all the problems they have. But going back into it, the Cardinals also hire Browns quarterback coach Drew Petzing. As offensive coordinator, I know he was a very hot coordinator people were going for, so that was a good get for them. And Eagles linebacker coach Nick Rollis as defensive coordinator, uh, I mean, knows the system, which is awesome because, uh, like I said, I think the Arizona's, that or Arizona defense could play a lot better. And I think they are switching from a 3-4 to a 4-3 now, which could help their pieces. The one thing that that brings this up as a, as a major thing is – None of these coaches have been offensive or defensive coordinators before. Yeah. So and this so, is going to be really interesting. It's it's like a science experiment. Yeah. And, and in the honestly, desert. honestly, I'm sick of the retread. Let's get some new faces in there. Let's get some yeah. more opportunity. Speaking of new and faces. Speaking of faces going to different places, the commanders get Eric Bieniemy. Awesome. I mean, we're going to talk about their quarterback situation, but he oh, also had a wait. comment. Uh, Eric Bieniemy. I think he made the right choice. People were kind of like, why would he switch? It's because he wasn't getting the recognition with Andy Reid calling plays. So 100%. the enemy needed to prove himself. And going to the the commanders, I think, is a great opportunity. I mean, you look at what they have at quarterback Sam Howell. Uh, they have some great pieces at receiver. He could really do something with this offense. And I, I'm i all for the pieces. I mean, Jahan Dotson to the moon. <laughs> Oh, what do you think yeah. about that Eric B enemy switch? Oh, I, I love the B enemy switch. I can't wait to see what happens. They've already started to mold the offense into something. And I think Sam Howell is going to be the start of it. The fact that they kept him on the bench for his full first rookie season um, just says a lot, you know, but like, Hey, we're not, we're not waiting. We're waiting for you. Sorry. We are waiting for you to get a grasp of the system. It's not going to be our year. We know this. And then they go out and hire Eric Bayenemy and give him pretty much full reign of the offense, which is going to be amazing. Yeah, that'll be fun to see. Uh, the Chiefs plan the higher quarterback coach, Matt Nagy, as offensive coordinator. Now, people, <laughs> people will laugh, but he does very well in this role. 
If you look back, he is a better offensive coordinator than he is a head coach. As long and as he's not calling plays, he's fine. 100%, 100%. And you know what? Pat Mahomes loves Nagy. I mean, you talk, uh, you listen to his episode on the Kelsey's uh, uh, New Heights podcast, and Mahomes talks about how much he loves Nagy and how, like, these quarterbacks like these coaches, and we may hate them, but it doesn't really matter because Andy Reid's calling plays. So that is uh, that's kind of just a neutral. Now let's go into the actual player news. Now the first first news is uh, Aaron Jones for the Packers. He restructured a deal for 2023. He was originally stated to earn 20 million in 2023, and they were going to earn, cut him. Yeah, he will not earn 11 million. Now, me personally, I don't think the other Aaron is back. I 100% don't think that's that's I agree because there's news where the Packers you know he's in his dark retreat he's probably out trying to get his eyes all better but uh Aaron Rodgers when he's in this darkness retreat the Packers came out and said they're ready to move on to Jordan Love now we'll talk about Jordan Love later because I I love love (laughs) and and, uh, so yeah um Aaron Jones won't have Aaron Rodgers but like I said I don't think that's a big deal because I don't think Aaron Rodgers was great anyways, but we will see. It was interesting when I, when I read this news and I put it in the show sheet, I did a little background. I wanted to see where Aaron Jones was. And actually this year was his highest receiving year with 59 receptions. So this does say a lot. If Aaron Rodgers doesn't come back, I don't know. And like, we're going to have this conversation in a little bit, but I'm not sure how much I value Aaron Jones compared That's to the, last season. The thing, though, know, is he's 28. You're not paying much for him anyways because nobody wants a 28-year-old running back. Oh, no, I get the so, restructure. I get that. No, I, I'm not, I'm talking about in Dynasty. Like, Dynasty-wise, oh, yeah. like his, his value is fantastic. Nobody wants Aaron Jones, but he's a great year, you know, one-year or two-year piece that will actually help you win. Because he's going to be involved. I mean, you're paying him $11 million a year. He's going to be involved. And he restructured. So, uh, yeah, I, I honestly think that he will be productive. And he's a great piece to get during the draft time if you're if you're a contender. And you're like, you know what? I'll, I'll deal with it. I know he's going to probably just you know, fade on my roster. So, screw it. Let, let's let's trade a second for him. Let's let's get the championship. If it's a second, sure. Oh, yeah. And I, I don't think you're giving you're getting a first for Aaron Jones anymore. That has passed. Mm-hmm. Speaking of things that has passed, and now those are championships. Championships are passed, but you know what isn't passed? Your chance to go upgrade your league completely at Trophy Smack. Trophy Smack is honestly the best place to go get your trophy. And when you code DHH ring, you get to, what? Hold on, you get a free ring. But <laughs> I, I I'm confused because I remember hearing. Oh yeah, that's right. You get double the discount. So there is a 15% discount at checkout right now, I think until the end of February. If you use code DHH ring, you get the ring. You get like a 15% off and you get a trophy, which is the best thing you need to get. There's also decals you can get for the wall. You know what you do? You slap on these magnetic things onto your wall and you can just swap these posters out. Ooh, Not really I like posters, that idea. It's like a picture. And then say, you know, like, like get a season, this handsome guy on a, on a picture. Like we have, we at my house, we have photos and uh, drawings that we switch out like winter ones, Halloween ones, like pumpkins. We swap them out. You know what? We, we reuse the nail. That's nice. But you know what? You don't need to use the nail. Use these magnetic things that are already perfect. They're already set up perfect. They're interchangeable. Go out and go get one of those. Go get yourself a grill. Go get yourself a belt. Just go get yourself everything and when you do use code dhh ring and get that free ring as well because you know what i have one sitting on my desk right here i look at it all the time i just cleaned it it's beautiful it with the case the little turf at the bottom it's 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 wonderful and it reminds you that you are a champion and also the belts fantastic chef you've got a custom belt belt. i would love a custom belt because you know what they're awesome you can just slap every championship you've won on this belt if you want to customize it just for yourself oh yeah that's the best way to do it do it for yourself do it for yourself because there's nothing to it for your league or let the league do it for you yeah code dhh ring get yourself a free ring and some some change off because of the february deal and uh yeah you will be happy with it 
So, James, I want to get right into the topic, and that is the quarterback landscape in Dynasty. Now, we are going to use DLF ADP. Uh, you know, we use their ADP all the time. It is always updated. It's a fantastic site. We also talk about Dynasty Nerds, another fantastic site, which you can mm-hmm. get a discount on by using code DHH for fifteen percent off Ooh. at Dynasty Nerds Film Rooms. You, you can't you can't go wrong with the film room. I'm gonna go dig deeper into that very soon, but we are using DLF ADP. Um, let's go into what seems out of place in the ADP. Now, give me a couple of things that when you're looking at the ADP. What do you see that's kind of like, uh, I don't think so. Um, a couple of things. Number one, like, I, I don't know if I, if I would put, um, Jameis Winston as low as he is. So you think he's starting? I think he's going to find a home somewhere. Yes. I sure hope so. He deserves it. He got, he was wronged like big time last year. I, and he even the the best part is he came out and said, "I got benched from an injury." That he came out and said it, and it's true. Like he would have started if he was never hurt. But the fact that he got injured and Andy Dalton was quote unquote safe, even though that defense sucked, like that that defense was not great in a bad division, and yet you're gonna play the safest quarterback in the league probably. Like yeah, he threw like four picks in a game, which was ugly, but. He's safe usually. Jameis, he actually has gives you a chance to win a game because he's a gunslinger. He likes to throw the ball and he makes an offense move. I didn't get it. I agree with it. I mean, at quarterback thirty four at pick one hundred sixty three overall, yeah, that's I love that. Jameis is definitely. I'll, a I'll good scoop look. up that late round value. Oh yeah, um, I'm looking around. Um, uh, we'll talk a little bit about Tua, Justin Fields. Um, Joe Burrow at quarterback three. Now uh, I have Hertz over Burrow because of the running aspect, because of the rushing upside. Yes, and not just that. I mean, he scored more fantasy points on an on a average game basis. So I'm um, I'm down for that. I mean, I love the big splash plays with Joe Burrow, but moving forward with the n- possible rumors of Higgins leaving that offense, it kind of takes Joe Burrow down to number four for me. Yeah. Uh, mine would have to be Trevor Lawrence is way too low at quarterback eight. Uh, mm. He's he's pretty much picked nine. So quarterback eight, he is behind Fields, Lamar Jackson, Herbert, Jalen Hurts. Joe, I would actually have him right behind Herbert for me personally. I'd rather have him over Lamar Jackson, who I do worry about all the changes in the offense. The injuries are starting to really ramp up with him. Hey, he, hey, hey. I spent, I spent. All right, don't I, worry. I, my take, I, don't. I really enjoy watching Lamar Jackson play, but well, I mean, we can we can use this, we can utilize this because uh, you you sparked it on him, and I know we're going to get into some buys and sells. Lamar is my sell, and I'll just put okay. it out there right now. Um, you know, he's he's very well known rushing quarterback, uh, MVP notoriety, working on a contract. So I'm selling him now with the news that he's this high up on this board. I don't think he ever sees dynasty top three ever again. So I'm seeing deals come out of, of there with like two early firsts for Lamar Jackson. I would love that. I, so, I mean, not the 101, so for but me, maybe the 102 and the 104, I'd be happy. For me, give me, give me a rookie quarterback this draft class. Russell mm-hmm. Wilson. And a twenty-four first. How about Trey Lance and a twenty and a top three twenty-one, twenty-three first? I, as much as I love Trey Lance, I don't think I'd do that. I I love Trey Lance. I really hope that the coaching staff gives him every opportunity, which I do think will happen. He is quarterback thirteen. I thought about putting him in as my buy. He is though at. The overall pick 25 which is still very early for a guy who hasn't really played much i mean we don't know anything i mean you think you think back and look at um let me pick another player uh jared goff who was outstanding he's quarterback 18 at pick 54 another one and of my guys yeah we'll, we'll talk about that kenny pickett he's quarterback 15 at pick 40 and we both like kenny pickett as a value right now uh deshaun watson I think that one screams out to me. Like, why is he 
still so inside the top 12 and that's he's, and that stands 15, out he's 15 overall for for a pick he's quarterback uh quarterback 12 so he's a top top you know and top shocker draft. shocker kirk cousins is like outside the top 12 when he's only been in a top 12 quarterback for the past three years his accuracy i was looking at some stats today and his accuracy was top five like he's a very accurate quarterback he's got justin jefferson the issue is the unknown after this year it's his last year in minnesota do they bring him back now for me personally i think minnesota will probably retain him and he will probably have a cheaper court uh, cheaper contract yeah so i do like that i i do want to talk about a couple guys so um i'm gonna leave them we'll talk about them they are my buys but there's a some very screaming values in this in this you know the adp but now let's talk about where would these 23 rookies be placed in these ADP. Now let's go first. Bryce All right, Young. first, first, and more, first and foremost, do we both have Bryce Young as our QB one of this class? Can I'm we agree sure. on this? Yet? I have not dug too deep into it. I really like Bryce Young. I think he is uh, safe, mm-hmm. and what he did in Alabama, you can't really turn your head at, even though he's very small, but he's very good, and it's all based off of what, like, if Houston were to draft him, what do they give him? Do they bring back Laramie Tunsil to protect that blind side? What do they do? Like that for me, that is what I want to know. So there's a lot of questions at this court with this quarterback class. They're all different. They are literally all different. There's oh, one... very much so. There's no two alike. Oh my God. And I love that. Because last year we had a lot of the same vanilla loaf of bread. <laughs> this year it's like you're getting like cinnamon toast bread. Crunch. Yeah, I'm talking about uh, breads oh, or I'm a cereal banana, fan. You, get, you get like banana, banana bread, pumpkin bread. Like you got tons of different styles of breads. Like we are, we are going way off topic on this bread, but yeah, it is true I'm though. Toast. There's some good, no, I mean, one of the, there's going to be at least two of these guys that become toast, burnt toast. <laughs> I, I think at least, yeah, I, I would say two of them possibly. Yeah. It's Maybe. usually, it's usually one, 50% one is usually rate. guaranteed. Yeah. It's usually a 50% hit rate for, for each class so in the in the first round um let's go into bryce young let's just go bryce young where would you place him in the adps right now in the adp um i'd probably put him around the desmond ritter level i mean wherever he yeah that low um first and foremost we don't know if they're if they're going to start right out of the gate yes he may very well may be capable of doing that but you may be looking at a high investment for a player that's going to be sitting on the bench for at least a portion of his rookie season. And that sometimes is good for the quarterback and the future. But when I spend high draft capital, I'm hoping that it's an automatic starter out of the gate. Um, I'm going to put him. Yeah. Like right around the Desmond Ritter, Sam Howell area um, rookie, right? They're green. Even, even the best quarterbacks, coming out of college take time so and I i'm not going to put them up way too high without being proven on the nfl field yet. so i value rookie quarterbacks very highly if you hit on them they are worth their weight in gold so for me bryce young i'm looking i would have him right next to trey lance that's where i would put him because they're right both... above kirk cousins kirk cousins yep. yeah. kirk cousins will be about 30 what it was he gonna be 36 Kirk Cousins, so thirty-five. Yeah, uh, he he's very old, and once <laughs> they dro- once old. they once they drop off, I mean, he's they Tom Brady off. old. Bryce Bryce Young, he is very young. He's twenty-one, he's or twenty-two. Like this is an opportunity to get a stud. Now, if I'm drafting, this is where you're gonna have to draft him in a startup. You're gonna have to draft him in the second, third round. That's where these rookie quarterbacks are gonna go. Um, so for me. I'm going to have him right next to Trey Lance. They're both very unproven. And for me, the the pedigree that Bryce Young has had since he started has been nuts. Like he's been heralded as the the next one. Uh, he's very he's short. He's going to be that's the question everybody wants to know is the combine. What is he going to weigh in at? I think he will weigh in at about 200, which is what Kyler weighed in at. For That's me, a scary thought. Don't ruin I, it for me. I, I, he's not like Kyler. Like he does no, not, not play like Kyler. He's no, very he stays, accurate. He, he stays more in the pocket. To cut now, for me, with those short quarterbacks, um, 
I heard, you know, you hear the comments of Sean Payton. You know he's going with Russ Wilson, and he worked with Drew Brees. These short quarterbacks, I need bigger hands. I need nine plus hands. Like <laughs> I, you may not laugh. like Kenny Pickett. You may laugh. Like Kenny Pickett, he's six three, six two, six three. So he's a with very dude. small hands. He's a bigger dude. But I wonder if, if Bryce if Young five, has worked on stretching out his hand. Maybe, but like doing those me, exercises. Well, Joe Burrow like has Kenny nine inch doing last like, season. Joe Burrow has per, like nine inch hands on the dot. That's what he weighed, and everybody's worried about it. And I mean, we can't really put that in the factor. Like we saw Kenny Pickett work with the gloves. Hey, it worked. For me, it's all for like if you're under six foot and you have under nine inch hands, you're off my board. Like that's just mm. that's how it's gonna be. But if you have nine inch hands plus, like I, I'm not gonna change anything. So for me, Bryce Young, it's it's gonna be based off of how short is he? Is he five ten, five eleven? And how much does he weigh? If he is he one ninety? Is he one eighty five? Like we will, we have never seen a quarterback at like one eighty five. So that that is going to be interesting. His process is going to be very interesting. But I do think he should be around Trey Lance. We'll get more into Bryce Young as the process goes. But let's go into C.J. Stroud and talk about where he would land on this list. I mean, C.J. Stroud. Uh, I have him like my two A, two B. I'm not sure where I want to put him yet. I, I feel like there may be, you know, I'm a big Anthony Richardson fan, um, but CJ Stroud, I, I'm like I said, like I'm not putting these guys up above players that I know are going to be having a starting job. We've and where's CJ Stroud going to go? Indianapolis, most likely. If Bryce and Stroud are either going Houston, Indy, Houston or and Carolina, Indy. yeah, or Carolina. Okay, so, or or Atlanta for that matter. Atlanta, um, <laughs> I mean, the Raiders could be involved. I mean, the Raiders, yeah. Later, later on, I think maybe Will Levis or Anthony Richardson wind up going to the Raiders. Um, they had the seventh pick, so they picked before Carolina. But I, I think it all matters where they land. It, it's going to say a lot. Like pre combine, pre NFL draft, I would put them in the Jordan love situation, like right around that area, QB 33, QB 34. And I know the the best time to grab a quarterback, a young quarterback, especially in a startup is the beginning. Just grab them and go with it. Like take a shot. But I'm, I'm, if I'm building a dynasty, I am taking one of those top quarterbacks first. And then hopefully something else later falls to me. Yeah, Stroud for me will be right next to Kenny Pickett at about quarterback 15. Okay. Quarterback 14, 15. Uh, I probably might have him ahead of Kenny Pickett because Kenny Pickett is now 35 years old or so. Yeah, but, he turned 34 over December. Okay, yeah. Uh, so we were right on. Yeah, for me, that's where Stroud would be placed. And like I said, I haven't dug too deep into the quarterback class. But let's go into Will Levis, the big-time gunslinger, the – the big outlier that I think will be of this class. He could be great or he could just be so bad. <laughs> yeah. Where where do you have him here? I would have him right next to Malik Willis. Cause that oh, is like the okay. same thing. He could be great and he could be really, really bad. Um, so that's around QB 30, say maybe the ninth, 10th round of your startups. Like I'm not reaching for Will Levis. Okay, I would have him right next to Mac Jones. I'd probably have Mac Jones ahead of him. Quarterback 22 is where I'd probably place Will Levis for me at the moment. Uh, let's go into your guy, Anthony Richardson. I I think all of us are going to be fans of the Anthony Richardson. He is a guy that is going to be very polarizing this draft, this draft class. Cannon of an arm. Guy can mm-hmm. throw it like uh, Josh Allen. Guy runs like Justin Fields. And his accuracy is like Justin Fields, which we'll get into. But he, I think, hasn't reached his full potential. And he's so young still where he has room to grow. So Yeah, and and you you nailed it when you said just like Justin Fields. Uh, Justin Fields, as we know, especially the beginning of this past season, was pretty reckless in the open field. And I can see that easily translating to Anthony Richardson as soon as he gets on the NFL field. Um, he, he runs like, which is scary. He doesn't (laughs) care. He just doesn't care. Um, but he does have a lot of arm talent and I heard that he can read the defenses pretty well. Um, so I'm okay with putting him in like the QB, uh, like the 
inside the top 24. Okay, I would have him actually right next to... Thinking about it right now, I'd probably have him right next to Trey Lance. Like, he'd be up there with Bryce Young, Trey Lance. Fair and, enough. And I mean, Tom Brady's still on this list. I could slot That's out true. Tom Brady and put Anthony Richardson in there right around that Brock Purdy level, I think, with a, a chance of big-time production just sitting there and and hibernating. So, yeah, as, as you guys can hear, uh, James and I have a very distinct difference of our quarterback thoughts you know rookies coming in he doesn't value as much he wants to see proven assets and for me i'm going to take the swing i'm going to take the chance and uh sometimes it misses sometimes you hit last year like i said the the draft we had before the actual nfl draft i took malik willis 101 and uh that that stuff that work out it, it did not work out well but that's the fun of it like it did for me it was fun like i also got and some i took values. sam howell in the third I got Ken Walker with the sixth <laughs> pick. Like there's yeah. there's tons and tons of values in the, the that style, but that is the difference. Like you got to know your te- you got to know your you know people in your league. You got to know how they play because if you have a pick three, do you go Jameer Gibbs? Do you go a quarterback? What do you do? Because uh, say you have like the sixth pick, and you're like, okay, this this league is very quarterback heavy, like I am. That that's a chance for you to scoop up value at running back, or you take a quarterback, or you trade out knowing they're going to take a quarterback. Like I think anywhere, if you have like I'm speaking really rookie rookie drafts and pre NFL draft rookie drafts, like I'm okay with any of the the 105, the 101 to the 106 is okay. Um, I may look to trade out after that. And, and just whoever wants the pick, go ahead and go for it. I mean, that's the what I've seen out of this class so far. I really hit big. Most of my teams, most of my dynasty leagues, I hit big on the wide receivers last year. Yeah. We knew as, it was a wide receiver a, year. And yes, there are there may be a couple that are going to break out. There are always at least one that shows what they have. But I'm not really in the wide receiver market this year. I am not really in the running back market. I hit on Kenneth Walker all over the place. Um, I'm still looking to sell some shares now of Damian Pierce that I have. Like those are the things that I can turn into other assets for my team. So if I'm not getting a quarterback or Bijan Robinson or maybe even Jameer Gibbs, I'm okay with Jameer Gibbs in the in the top five or six. Um, I'm not really focusing on the rookie draft this year. For yeah, unfortunately, for me, for me once it hits pick eleven, it's a drop off. Like yeah, that's that's time. where I've I've seen. I was in a trade. I got Justin Jefferson from uh, our good friend Memphis. We made a trade. He was really hoping to get uh, 110 from me. I had 110 and 111. And I said, I'm not doing it unless I have pick 10 in my pocket still. Like, I don't want to get that. was a huge difference for me. Like, it was a complete value switch whenever he would put in the 110. I'm like, yeah, no. Like, when he had 111 in, we finally figured it out. I was like, okay, I can deal with that because. That gives me an opportunity to go get uh, the tight end Michael Mayer or Anthony Richardson at the end of the first. So that is what I think of it. Um, Quentin Johnson is probably the 11th player in that draft class where I'm like, uh, no. Uh, let's I'm still get- trying to see where I can work in the tight ends, the rookie <laughs> tight ends. I haven't gotten there yet, so I'm excited to get I, into I, it. I have not gotten into all of them. Michael Mayer is uh, is a – I'm a fan I'm of I'm pretty much done with I, quarterbacks, though. I watched – five six and then i'm like okay that's enough (laughs) i see a lot of notre dame games throughout the year so i love michael oh speaking of notre dame remember jack Cohn? i i I think we saw him play at the xfl today did i actually i didn't watch any xfl this weekend but was it any was it better that's what i want to say no it's the same it's the same see nothing nothing compared i mean it looked like real football okay like as long as they're trying football and they they stick (laughs) they ran a football and they stick with it. I hope they do because usually it's one and done or, you know, two years and then it's done. Like stick with it a little bit, see what happens. But let's get into who we are buying at ADP. James, I will give you the floor for your first buy. Uh, my first buy, it was Jared Goff. And we mentioned him earlier. Um, Dynasty QB 18, I think he's still a little bit too low. Startup ADP is probably in around the fifth round. And right now he's a solid value all right would you rather have the 108 or jared goff if i it, once again team need but if i team do need, need a quarterback 100 percent jared goff yeah i mean he was qb 20 and he's 
gain solid progression in this offense. They it doesn't seem like they're building around him, but they are building to his strengths. Uh QB twenty what? They don't need a quarterback. They need they don't. They, they, they need have everything on defense. Their offense is set. Like they, they their offensive line, and this is the one I, I liked because I, I started looking at the team improved the offensive line. Their sack percentage went down since 2021 from six and six point six percent to three point eight percent, which is around thirty-five to twenty to down to twenty-three sacks over a season, which is huge. And it really opened up the field. And now with Hawkinson out, it seems like Goff is having to throw the ball more down the field. We see Amon Ross St. Brown get really active. We saw DJ Shark start to spark this year. And we have Jameson Williams coming up through the ranks who really started to show things with the one or two games that he actually caught the ball. It was a one catch and done, but you saw the potential. And we know that they are not a run first team. Swift out of the backfield. It's going to be dumped down city. It's been like that. They lost with Hawkinson, but when Goff, when Hawkinson left, Goff was still QB eight from week eight on. So they didn't really lose a step. I think Jared Goff at least stays in this area of a low end QB one. And I think QB 18 is just way too low. Um, I'm going to go out there. And if I have the, say the 107 or the 108, I'm going to trade for Jared Goff if I need a quarterback. See, my issue with it is if Carson Wentz went to Indy or yeah, let, you know, the first trade when he went to Indy, right? He did. Yes. What if he had this type of season? His value would be skyrocketing. It'd be all over the place. Yeah, but it's it's a it, you, I don't know if it's apples to apples because I do, Wentz because went from were... a bad situation to a bad situation that but Goff Goff did Goff did the same thing. He went into a bad situation and had a terrible 2021 season. But you see the progression from but year Carson to year. Carson Wentz was was bad before he went to Indy. Like Carson, Carson Wentz, Wentz was bad before he before he but, left the Eagles. But if he went to Indy and he played well, like Jared, like if he had put up the same numbers Jared Goff did, people would be drooling over him. But Jared Goff goes, you know, he did this once already in. You know, in L.A., he comes to Detroit, has a bad year, second year, blows up in the system. Mm-hmm. Like, you think for, he's it's going to go, it's just going to disappear again like he did? No, I don't. I, oh. I'm, I'm saying, like, people are undervaluing because of the name, because it's Jared Goff. Like, if it was Carson oh, okay. Wentz and he had this type of, you know, uptick, it, his value would be through the roof. It would be I think first. Wentz, I, I think Wentz is going to be like, you know, when they say your name is Mud, they're just going to say your name is Wentz. I, I agree, but, like, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's it's unfair how we value Goff just based off of who he, who he is. But that's what though, I'm doing here, and I'm glad that the people yeah. undervalue him because that's why he is a massive buy right now. Yeah, Doug and I got him for pretty much a equivalent of two-thirds or so in a league. <sighs> Middle ridiculous. of the season just because he was rebuilding. And Goff helped us win. Like, Goff helped us win the championship. And he's 28. He'll be 29. He's going into another year with the same offensive coordinator, same weapons. People love him there. Amazing offensive line that is paid. Like, that's the best thing about Goff. He's like a $25 million a year quarterback. So they don't, they can spend elsewhere. They don't need to dump all this money in the quarterback. Oh, they're going to pay him. He's not going to get a lot, but they're going to pay him and he's going to take it. I, I love it. He, to me, is what uh, we're all hoping Daniel Jones kind of turns into. <laughs> like, a, 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 <laughs> the stability at quarterback for that franchise where you don't have to pay him too much. But rumors are Daniel Jones might make a little more than we thought. Mm, just at least for this year. Um, I mean, the, the the what's the what's it called? The free agent, uh, the tender, the quarterback, the free agent tender or whatever it tag? is. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Franchise tag. There oh, it is. Sorry. Uh, uh, I'm going to get 32 million. 32 yeah. million on the franchise tag. I'm going to get right into my buy, and that is aforementioned Jordan Love. I, I still love Jordan blue, Love. Blue, 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 uh, blue, blue, blue. Rumors are they're moving on from Aaron Rodgers. We already talked about that. He's still only 24 years old. He turns 25 in November. Get this. Will Levis turns 24 in July. <laughs> Will Levis turns 24 in July. Kenny Pickett about Will is older by four months, older than Jordan Love. Like we're if we're going to talk about age with Jordan Love, like oh he sat for three years, 
perfect. You know what the Packers have done in the past? They sit their quarterbacks. You know, Brett Favre sat for Atlanta and then got traded to Green Bay and then became great. Uh, Aaron Rodgers sat for three or four years and then became great. And you know what? Right when they drafted Jordan Love and we all knew he was going to sit, I made the joke to some friends and I said, here Green Bay is doing the same thing over and over as the Vikings always struggle to find these quarterbacks through the draft and they just, you know, get the retread type of quarterback. Like, uh, Kellen Mond. Yeah. Well, not Kellen Mond. Like um, Donovan McNabb and Randall Cunningham. So like, oh, Randall yeah. Cunningham worked, but like they they always did the retread like Brett Favre in the past, but Jordan Love for me, I absolutely love it. And it, right now, if I can give a mid-second, I'm doing it all day. If I even have to reach for a early second, I'm doing it. I mean, that means you're you're like all in on Jordan Love. Oh, I've situation. been all in for a while. I like, mean, I, I, and you're willing to to spend a, a almost early second to make sure you're right, which is which is crazy in in that sense. I mean, I may be looking to to get out of that situation when you go to the second, the high second round high for second Jordan is nothing. Uh, I don't know if I could do that. I really don't. I didn't like what I see with saw with Jordan love on the field. Um, the offense was didn't all over like the place eight for nine in for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I mean, eight for nine. Yeah, maybe. So let's, let's rewind and go back to the combine. Herbert and Jordan love were the two players that threw in the combine and scouts said they are perfect mechanically it's what you want in a quarterback mechanically for Jordan Love it was it between the ears they could work with that they can try to figure it out and yeah his first time when we saw him he had some accuracy problems and he was dumping it off but now as he's learned behind Aaron Rodgers and I've learned that Aaron Rodgers has been willing to help him out and learn uh, I I really love it. I love the fact that he sat. It sucks for my dynasty rosters because I had to sit on those shares. But you know what? It it will. I think it will pan out. Me personally, I think I think he's going to be a fine high end quarterback too. I mean, his hand offense. size was perfect. His hand size was perfect. His, he's he's the perfect size quarterback. He's got a and nice size ten and a half. He's got a he's got some mitts. This guy. He's also got a uh, ability to run. So that is an undervalue for him. Uh, what's your second buy? My second buy was Jared Stidham. Believe it or not, on the cheap, Jared Stidham, because you took the good ones. Um, but if, if my issue is if you have somebody come up to you and be like, "I'll take a second for him," just based off of his end of season, I just want to like those. I mean, those owners, you just want to. You know, I mean, you could probably the, get you could probably him get him for a twenty. <laughs> I saw a trade for a twenty twenty three fourth for Stidham straight up. So like that, if I can get him for a twenty twenty three fourth, I'm all about it because the odds of a twenty twenty three fourth or even a third for that matter um, coming to fruition is is iffy, and it looks like he's going to be the at least bridge quarterback in that McDaniel system. He Until knows they the bring system. In Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> hey, anything could happen. All right. Yeah. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers would have to walk and retire. Yeah. Right? What do you mean? Isn't the same? Isn't it the same predicament that we were in last year? Like Aaron Rodgers either retires or he plays in Green Bay because he's under contract in Green Bay. No, I mean, there's a Green Bay already said. You know, they're they're willing to trade him. And oh, all of a sudden. Green, and Green Bay wasn't willing to trade him. Like last that's, year. That's kind of the rumors. I get more of the feeling than last year that he is gone. He will be on a different team. He will get traded. I mean, you could see him. And just going off of what we see right now, I think Jared Stidham could be a nice little cheap buy that you could see as a bridge quarterback. Like like we talked about, Vegas, they have a higher pick in the draft. They have 107 uh, recent mock drafts saying that they are like from PFF, ESPN, all the analysts, they're going offensive line. They need to build that offensive lineup. So if they're doing that in the first round, they're not going quarterback in the first round. It, it would look like they would be one of those guys that go back in, buy back in until like an Anthony Richardson later in the draft, possibly. Um, but I, I think he I think he did something. He showed a little bit. 28 fantasy points week 17. He was QB three. If he could do that, 
I'm okay. Just just someone extra on your bench, especially in well, Superflex leagues in particular. But like he's a guy that I, I may just consider as a cheap trade just to get some that's, offseason that's action fair. going. That's yeah. that's fair. Like just a cheap well, you picked the good I, ones. I, was, I, I, I saw say, the two that you say, had, and one of them was definitely mine. I would stay away from them for sure because I do think uh, they make a move at quarterback uh, if it's Jameis or if it's Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Sam Howell is my other buy. And at definitely. quarterback 29 pick, 133 at ADP is nuts. Like yeah, if you could ridiculous. get a starting quarterback, which we all had, like there's times where we had him at quarterback one. He was the number one quarterback in December going into his senior college year. Like we forget about that. Sam Howell was a dominant force at North Carolina. He just had a bad year. And then he goes into the combine and I don't think he did anything to hurt himself, but then no. falls in the draft first pick fifth round. I, I still was, you know, I was like, what the hell's going on? What is wrong with Sam Howell? I what, think and, he had a little off the field trouble. But that's that was just rumors. Like I heard yeah. nothing. I heard it was nothing. I, I think Washington nothing. actually just made out in the deal. And he oh, just hundred percent, hundred percent. And when they traded up in that fifth round, I think everybody knew it was like, oh, it's Howell. Like he, the the fall was way too far. Yeah. And every single draft ep- expert has said, even said they're like, I don't know what happened, but it was absurd that he fell beyond that. Like he should have been where Malik Willis was in the third. Possibly even, you know, where Ritter was in the early third. Mm-hmm. So for me, Howell, he's still only 22. He ended the season as a starter. And he beat Dallas. Like, I get Dallas may not play the starters. It was the last week of the season. Ah, but it was he a went, preseason game. He went 11 for 19, 169 yards. Nice. One touchdown, one interception. But the thing that Sam Howell can do is he can beat you with his legs. He got five for 35 and touchdown. He's sneaky. He's but, sneaky, especially around the goal line. Yes. And that's what he did in North Carolina. And he has a strong arm, a very, very, very deep arm. Um, who was the? What does Bianami like to do with Pat Mahomes? Oh, fling the ball deep. Yeah. Just chuck and, it up. Uh, who does Who does he have? So we all Terry McLaurin, Jahan Dotson. The thing is, Jahan Dotson and Curtis don't forget Samuel. the Diami Brown. Diami Brown from down, North Carolina. Yeah, down the field. Through, like, they had a major connection. Yes. The thing is with how, like, uh, Jahan Dotson, people are like, oh, you know, he was a touchdown catcher. You know what he did in Penn State? He was a down-the-field threat. That's what he, that was his specialty at Penn State. He goes into the commanders and becomes kind of a possession guy that catches touchdowns. Like, he still has that in his back pocket where he can run down the field. This Offense could be very sneaky, depending on how their offensive line gets put together. Um, Coach Bianami said he's still likely the starter. He did say likely. And I would use that as a chance to get him a little cheaper. I'll just throw it in. Maybe throw an article. Like, yeah, in the he may not. He may not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he's but another he player. He's another player because he's a quarterback in a super flex league because we we're talking super flex. I'd give an early second four because if you can hit on these quarterbacks, it is a major get. And for me, Jordan Love and Sam Howell are right there on the buy list. And early second is nothing for me to I think give. The for secret is kind of out. And I would go as far as, as, you know, like an early second and maybe throw in a third. I'll be okay with oh, a yeah. second and a third for Sam Howell. I mean, we all got him in the fifth round last year in rookie drafts. But yeah, fifth, yeah. fifth round, fourth round. I, I know Doug got, you know, scooped up all the Howell he could. And uh, yeah, he's. For me, if he plays very well this season, he could be what we all wish Davis Mills would have turned out to be at the beginning of He's going to be season. everything that Zach Wilson was supposed to be. I think more. he's going to be everything <laughs> we expected Baker Mayfield to be because they are very similar in, in looks, their play. In, in looks, their, their, their play style is <laughs> their insanely <cousins>. similar. <laughs> you know what Baker likes to do? If nothing's there, he just goes straight forward, finds a hole, and gets 5 to 10 yards. That's what Howell is so good at. That's and why I got it. I think he was chipped up going into the combine or whatever. It could it could have been. Maybe he had uh, you know a history. Who knows? It, only the government knows. It's <laughs> pr- the information probably got shot down with that Chinese balloon and these UFOs that are happening. Which like, one? Jesus. Yeah, exactly. What's going on in this world? Who knows? Now let's get into your next buy. No, uh, yourself. Yeah, it was a sell, and I already talked about one of my guys was Lamar Jackson, and I I don't I'm gonna sell on Lamar Jackson. 
or wait, did I talk about? No, I talked about Kyler Murray already. My apologies. Talked about both pretty much. You did. You did go into depth about Lamar, but let's get into depth about Kyler. Yeah. So it's it's both of the, it's this rushing quarterback that started the rushing quarterback kind of movement with a lot more rushing than throwing. And usually I would say, yeah, that's Lamar and not so much Kyler Murray, but that's how Kyler Murray came into the league. He was known for his sneaky speed, especially around the goal line, but they never let him run into the goal line. And I think with this air raid offense now gone, I think you just took away the other part of Kyler Murray's game that he was good at throwing the ball quick downfield passes. Their offense was terrible. Arizona's offense was 30th in the league in production like Not that was bad it. and i great I, I and i understand that you know he tore his acl he's he, in week 14 but before week 14 he did great which is a good selling point saying oh yeah you know he was he finished eight or more or better out of 10 games and he played in the top as a top 12 quarterback so i don't i get why people still like kyler but there's rumors of deandre hopkins leaving there's a change in the front office starting from the new head coach Gannon to the QB coach, offensive coordinator, Drew Petzing, Petzing. Um, but I'm, I'm just off of Kyler. I've never really been on him, um, but I think his, his value, just like Lamar Jackson is on a downswing and I'm trying to offload him before it goes any further down the road. Yeah, and your quarterback's on the downswing. Mine is on the major uphill on the roller coaster. Like you're, you hear the clicking, click, 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 and he is heading right up that roller coaster right before the drop happens. I don't think it's going to be a crazy drop, but I am nervous and scared, just like I do on roller coasters. Uh, yeah, when you're hitting that hill and you look over on the side and you see just a drop, that's what I'm feeling with Justin Fields. Who is my cell quarterback? Seven with an ADP of seven. He is a mid-first-round pick in startups. That's right. Mid-first-round pick. It's too high. He went 192 for a three, and three, out of 318, 2,242 yards, and 17 and 11 touchdown the interception ratio. The thing that definitely boosted his fantasy, and we're talking rushing quarterbacks a lot tonight, 160 attempts, 1,143 yards, and... Uh, you know, he had eight touchdowns total there. Uh, issue is 16 fumbles and injured every single time he touched the field. Yes, like, yes, that was the bigger part. He got hit and it was just like, oh, God, what now? Like, Jesus, like this guy's going to get hurt. Like he, he was putting hurt. the team on his back. And I don't think unless they go out crazy Jenny, this year so. and give him a million weapons in the offseason, he's going to wind up getting injured again. And what's what? really hurts and it kind of throws all the all three of these quarterbacks together um hey fields. what are you doing this is my cell no nope. i'm, <laughs> I'm talking no, about no, this. wait i wasn't making a good point here <laughs> Fe- between fields lamar jackson and kyler murray is what we don't have is a lot of pocket passing like yeah. jalen hurts like patrick mahomes like josh allen that they have the rushing upside but they don't really have the passing option yeah, the odd, the odd part is give me Kyler and Lamar passing-wise if I were to take one of those quarterbacks because they've proven they can actually throw the ball. Fields, we had worries about his rookie year, and this year it didn't get better. Like He had a 60.4 completion rate, which isn't bad per se, but it's not great because you know why? Russell Wilson, who were all poo-pooing, were like, oh, he had a terrible year, had a point. 1% better. He had a 60.5 completion rate. Now, if we were to put Russell Wilson's name on Justin Fields, you know, because of the rushing, we'd be like, oh, okay, Russell Wilson's fine. But since Russell Wilson didn't have that, he's ungood. Russell Wilson's bad. We should not buy him. He, You know, he's he's the worst. Well, he, I mean, the rushing upside gives you the, the fantasy. That's Boom. true, yeah. But without that, like, say, team's key in, because now they have a year of tape and all that. Oh, yeah. Like, that could be a problem. We saw that with Lamar Jackson. Like Lamar Jackson at MVP. We saw it with Cam Newton. Cam Newton. And uh Jalen Hurts is, you know, we all were like, oh God, what's gonna happen here too? And he actually learned how to throw the ball. You know, it helps when you have AJ Brown and Devonta Smith playing out of their mind. But uh Justin Fields does not have that. No, they Fields does not have all. that at all. No. Uh so for me, uh Fields is definitely a sell. He had less interceptions than Mahomes, another big name quarterbacks. 
But they also threw for like 20, 30, or 40 touchdowns. Fields has 17, which yeah, is... Yeah, and they also... And Mahomes threw for over 4,000 yeah, yards. Like, 4,000 so yards plus. You really can't compare the two. And yeah, he, the fact that his ADP is so high, like you you mentioned, he had he had some major injuries due to his running. He had an AC joint separation week eleven, oh. hip strain at the end of the season, which I thought was way worse. There was a part of me I thought, okay, Tua had a hip thing that we thought possibly could take him out forever. Yep. And uh, Fields, I think you know his bigger frame helps out a little bit with these injuries, but it's not better. Like uh, it. Definitely sucks. So he, he would often leave the field limping, out of breath, or just in pain in general because he's getting smoked. Now, the thing with me with Lamar, Lamar is, is shifty. He knows how to kind of get away from a big hit. Fields takes these hits, all of it, and that he needs a change. He needs to start sliding, run out of bounds a little more. Uh, he has major fantasy upside, yes, but with ADP of 7, next to other big names, like give me Trevor Lawrence straight up for Fields. Uh, I would 100% get out on that high note. Uh, I do hope Fields pans out because I think he is a great fantasy player. I do hope they give him weapons. I don't have faith they do. So for me, that is a sell. And my other sell, just real quick, to a quarterback 11 with an ADP of 15. And this is only due to his concussions. I mean, Brandon Cooks had a bunch of concussions. We thought his career could be over soon. And nothing has happened since. Now, Tua. I think he's a concussion or even an, one or two away from. He's one hit done. away from yeah. just being off the field for a major amount of time. And he was yeah. having a break. He had such a bright future this season. Oh, my God. It kills me yeah. that I agree with you on this list because I could have sold. Like, people were trying to sell to it to me at the end of the season. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. But that was like, dude, come on. Really? With all these yeah, injuries, with all these first, concussions? Yeah. Yeah. Like. I got offers for Trey Lance, for Tua, and they're like, oh, you have Tyreek Hill. Why wouldn't you want to? I'm like, um, did you not see what happened on the yeah. field? And he just got out of concussion protocol right yeah. at the end of the season. Like, uh, It might have been like a week ago he just got out of the concussion protocol. He so. didn't go to the Pro Bowl because of the concussion and, protocol. So and yeah. he, he commented saying he's happy he stayed in it for so long. And uh, I got newsflash, like, it wasn't his choice. <laughs> he was yeah. in it because of concussion symptoms. So it it took months for him to get out of there. So, yeah, for me, I'm out of there with his ADP. Uh, you got anything else about these quarterbacks before we get out of here? No, I think I think we hit enough. Um, I guess speaking you're hitting. Speaking of hitting, didn't you hit something? Oh, on yeah. Underdog? I hit big time on underdog, man. Super Bowl Sunday. They had these big games going on. It was four team four round drafts on underdog and guess what your boy chef hit it hit four hundred dollars worth cash that puppy out but the fact is tyler that they still have baseball they have nba golf hockey and they already have the 2023 nfl big board startups best ball starting up already and underdog is the best way to play daily fantasy sports if you use our code right now, DHH, they will match up to $100. Jump in there right now. First deposit, $100. You get $100 free. And then you can just start playing best ball all over the place. Underdog, best place for best best ball and daily fantasy. Check it out today. Yes, and once again, go ahead and check us out today on iTunes and go ahead and leave a review. We love seeing those new reviews, seeing what you think of the show, You know, positive or negative. We like constructive criticism because it always helps us get better. Even we love the been, negative. We've we've been in this for so long. <laughs> it's coming on year seven, I think, in May. So I know I've been, been here for two years. Yes, you have. This will be your second year. Uh, Doug's been here for, I think, four or five, and I started this about seven years ago very soon. Uh, it has been a fantastic ride, and I can't wait to help you guys smoke your rookie drafts. And James and Doug and I will be here throughout the season to help you with that. It's going to be a fun one. It's going to be interesting. I'm excited. Next week, Next Next week, week running back landscape. Running back landscape is going to be a good one because if there's one year where it has been kind of flipped over, it is this year. The running yes. backs have definitely changed. So tune in next week. After you listen to here, go to iTunes, leave a review. Just even click the star. It doesn't matter. It helps us either way with the algorithm or whatever. And also go ahead and like and subscribe on YouTube on youtube which also helps us and 
thanks to our sponsors. We will talk to you guys next week. Doug will be back. Thank you for Doug being back because I'm out of here in the host seat. I'm out of here in the host seat. James is happy I'm out of here, but it has been fun. And uh, yeah, see you guys next week. Later.